You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm going to hit the button. It'll be a festive way to start the show. Pete, we're going. We're rolling. It's Christmas! Hello, everybody, and welcome to 2018's 12 Rambles of Christmas in association with Bet365. <laughs> There's laughter in the studio. We're Christmas is nearly yeah. here. This is number seven in this year's 12 Rambles of Christmas. Mistletoe. No, it's not mistletoe, but it's, it is the latest in the in the list yeah. of 12 things that we love about what Pele called the game that made me a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> in association with Bet365. Yeah, <laughs> indeed. Good old football, eh? Mm. Well, everybody loves the unexpected moments in football, of course. Whether that be a straight red card, a last-minute goal, a great comeback, and so on. We also love the bizarre moments when normality is disrupted. Today, ladies and gentlemen, we're focusing on the outfield player in goal. I think this is, and I'm interested, as ever, in your guys' thoughts on this, Mark has mentioned a couple of things there, like the red card out of nowhere, mm. the sort of the comedy own goal, even the dog on the pitch, because that doesn't mm-hmm. really notably affect the game long term. I would suggest that the outfield player in goal is the best thing that can happen when you're watching the game, <laughs> in a game you don't yeah. care about, of course, and or you don't have a vested interest in. And I'll go further than that and say, the earlier it happens in the game, the better. Of course. Yeah. You oh, don't yeah. want it in injury time. No. 30 seconds to go. Boring. Yeah, because boring. the thing is as well, if it's happened early in a game, the set of circumstances that has had to transpire, three subs being used, two goalkeepers not being available, mm. like that is so rare. Yeah. But it does sometimes happen that, you know, a player has to spend a decent chunk of time in the and in, net. And invariably, um, if the second uh, keeper gets sent off for a foul in the box, 
the uh, player has to face a penalty. Yes, which is, which is quite common, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, which is quite common. When, when you sort of look into these things, it does happen quite a lot that the uh, outfield player has to um, serve a penalty. They and, freak, they they very uh, they, they very much don't. And the, and the first thing that comes to everyone's mind, I imagine, certainly into my mind, when you see it happen, is mm. as soon as you see that player that's not used to playing in goal, he doesn't even have to make a save or no, do a kick. No. As soon as you see him move, you think, oh, keepers are good. Yeah. Goalkeepers <laughs> are really good. That's yeah. true. It's, it's the body shape, isn't it? The it's technique is there, yeah. yeah. You realise how different the goalkeeping position yeah. is to the mm. rest of the, the players when that happens. And how different they look now than what they used to in, like I don't know, say the 80s. The way they sort of leap, the way yep. they sort of, they're just up. Mm. As soon as they dive, they're up again. It's, oh, it's fascinating. Not dressed as oil filters. Not, not dressed as... <laughs> that I mean, yeah. Earlier, yeah. yeah, that that moment when an outfield player is handed the goalkeeping jersey, mm. it's like someone's handded him lead boots or something. Yeah. It's kind of like, what, what, what's he going to do with that? It's always too big for them. Does <laughs> yeah. he know how to operate in that? He, he can't even look at it. You realise how vulnerable the goalkeeper is. Yeah. I think I think uh, that moment, honestly, and, and especially there's something about seeing um, an outfield player wearing the goalkeeper jersey, but still with the outfield shorts yeah. on. Yeah, with, with not his name on yeah, the back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's kind of like everyone's a bit like, it's like he's playing a different sport. And, and the other thing that makes it absolutely fantastic is because these days, certainly over the last 20 years, football's become very, very professional yeah. in mm. every area. Yes. Right, so the thing that... Every year that goes past, the game moves further away from the grassroots game we find on the pitch uh, when, we, when we play. You know, VAR will accentuate that, as we talked about before, just as an example. The best thing about when the outfield player goes and goal, mm. there's no protocol for it. Unless, right. unless you've got Phil Jagielka in your squad, who used to be a keeper <laughs> and everyone knows he's great. There's no protocol. Mm. You've literally got a, a football club that turns over, in some cases, like hundreds of millions of pounds, yeah. mm. looking around, going, right, who's tallest? Yeah. <laughs> Who is the tallest? <laughs> yeah. because it, goes going back, in. it goes back to the playground, yeah. doesn't yeah. it? I remember Marcus being very uh, excited about uh, Jose Mourinho when he played in that uh, charity that match. Loftus Road. Not necessarily an outfield player, but his father was a goalkeeper, yeah. wasn't he? And you thought he was really good. Was he decent? We had very different, he was. We had very different opinions. About <laughs> <laughs> I was surprised because he had the athleticism of, of, uh, you know, of a of, younger man. Yeah. Of a younger man. Mm. I suppose that's what it is, the yeah. ages, but he, he knew his way around. And yeah. I was I just didn't think that Jose Mourinho, you don't think of him as a footballer. Yeah. But he's Marcus, a bit like Arsene Wenger, even though Arsene Wenger did have a, a playing career. On Arsene the other Wenger hand, though, he'd be rangy, wouldn't he? Yeah, on the other hand, though, you know that what Mourinho's like, yeah. he would never have gone anywhere near that if he didn't think he'd look good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's, I, he's thinking to himself, I'm going to surprise a few yeah. people here. I keep in shape. Yeah. yeah. It's, just, it's a position where you don't have to run around that's, much that's anyway. All right, though. But the, I don't mind it. I don't, oh. But the other protocol, apart from the tallest player, is that. We've seen it, and we'll come on to a few examples, I'm sure, because it's just too much fun to not. But sometimes, and, I, and I'll give one person who I don't give an awful lot of credit um, credit for this, <laughs> is that Robbie Savage, when he did it for Derby against mm-hmm. Reading, famously, mm-hmm. and he made a, I have to say, he made a brilliant save in he that did. game. Clawed one out the top runs, corner. But yeah, that was particularly good. The story goes, the reason he stepped into goal is because he was captain. And right. he thought, that's the thing a captain should do. Mm-hmm. We don't have a keeper. There's no one here at any near level of being a good goalkeeper. Um, I'm going to have to do it. And he did it. And he saved an amazing free kick. Um, so credit to him for yeah. doing that. Also, as well, he really played with a smile on his face. And obviously, we've all had... He was getting so much stick from behind the goal yeah, as well. But he, he was loving it. And you know what? That is how you've got to approach that sort of thing. If you're going to take on that sort of responsibility, then, you know, revel in it and actually show that you're not frightened and you're enjoying it. Because, mm. I mean, I think... Robbie Savage being enjoying being centre of attention. Who'd have thunk it? <laughs> there it is. Yeah. <laughs> Always comes in with a counter dig. <laughs> I feel like... I didn't see it coming. <laughs> like that ball. It's going to the top corner. I've got a very wet mouth all the time. 
Well, someone put a little silica gel pouch in my mouth. <laughs> Do not eat. Do not eat. <laughs> I'm not eating it. Jimmy, we're going to say. come down. Um, yeah, what I was going to say was, I think you know. <laughs> it affects the psychology of the other team as well because mm. I mean how do you what do you want to see happen when a goalkeeper goes in goal do you want the other team's shooting from everywhere yes, just shoot to see on the yes, or, yes. Do you, or do you or perhaps both actually do you want the goalkeeper to play a surprising blinder well, no, I want I, both to happen yeah well actually but, but teams they you smell, can't really have both can they you they smell blood but then yeah, you've still got to get through the defence haven't you yeah really? exactly because they haven't lost any players outfield have they they've no. just lost their goalkeeper so it's so yeah it's shooting from everywhere might be a waste of possession yeah well, it, true because yeah if you, if you can suddenly panic can't you and think mm. right we have to shoot we have to shoot and then you lose your heads yeah whereas actually if you keep playing and you you know presumably they're down to not necessarily uh, so they'd be down to 10 men wouldn't yeah. they yeah that's the usual oh scenario. they would lose well, unless, 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 well, no, unless it was like no. Sheffield United they wouldn't necessarily be down to 10 men because if you think it was, I'm going to talk about Reading again here uh huh when um, I can't remember the detail, but they wouldn't necessarily be down to ten men. But it could in, be an injury. When Peter Cech got injured, oh, that's right. Carlo mm. Cudicini came on. Yeah. And he also got injured. Yeah. Mm. And John, John Terry, Terry and then John Terry had to go and go. I don't think they'd run out of subs. No, by no, that no. Point. Yeah. So, so with regards to Jagielka in goal for Sheffield United against Arsenal, when Arsenal, I think, had one shot on goal the whole game. Yeah, um, and it was <laughs> <laughs> it's classic it's Arsenal. That. They lost the game one 0 <laughs> <laughs> against she- against Warnock, Sheffield United with Phil Jagielka in goal. Yeah, who made a good save right at the end against Van Persie. Yeah. So I think, yeah, that kind of shoot on site. But that this is why it's so great. It messes with everyone, even the opposition. The opposition don't think. Oh, that's helpful. So when we go about trying to carve them open and all the rest of it, if we set up, put our striker through one on one on goal or something like that, it should be more easier, you would think. But they sort of go, oh, should we shoot from everywhere? Mm. It messes with them. It it, it goes right, it permeates through throughout the whole stadium and all the way into uh, in, into the living rooms of those who are you, watching. You, you sort of um, you sort of occasionally see sort of social media posts from uh, football clubs where you see like outfield players in training uh, going in net. Mm. Herrera's quite good. Dirk Cout as well was pretty mm-hmm. pretty tasty as a, as a keeper. But um, sort of looking back, I was trying to find out my favourite one, but I'd, I'd not seen this one before, but this one really excites me. 1999, Frankfurt at Bayern, uh, Sammy Kufur kicked Olivia Kahn in the head, his own player. Yeah. Not like, not Oliver, not Olivia. Sorry, Olivia Kahn. Oliver, no, he's Oliver French. Kahn. He was French. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Oliver Kahn. Um, smacked him right in the head. I mean, that's a bit rich from you, Marcus Bell, has to be said. Yeah, it's uh, was... <laughs> Smacking people in the head. Yeah. He was replaced by Bernd Dreher. All right. Who? Bernd Dreher. <laughs> okay. The substitute goalkeeper. Right. KPA. <laughs> KPA. Yeah. Uh, who then got injured. He sort of rolled under his like knee. It was, like, oh, yes. Yeah, I, I remember this. The ball came across on the right and he yeah, tried yeah, to turn. He twisted his knee. Yeah, and then Michelle Turner, the uh, the left back, went in. Made an also amazing... known as Michael Tarner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> James Tavernier. Yeah. Um, he, he made an amazing save in the final minute. Is it where the ball runs along the line? line. Mm. Say again. Where the ball goes along the line. He yeah, scrambles he's, and he's, claws he's, it out. So he, he dives one side and then he has to kind of like just shuffle that. his way across and mm. oh it was such a good kind of like re- well late reaction St- save st- st- for st- a 2-1 win sticking with um, sticking with the German uh, theme um, the best I've ever seen is Jan Koller yeah. Jan Koller winning goal the story of that game is mad though it had but, everything it had yeah. absolutely everything it did because um, it's Bayern against Dortmund it's 2002 it had big Jens being sent yeah. off because <laughs> well, Koller put Dortmund <laughs> ahead didn't he I think it was it was Roque Santa Cruz and Claudio Pizarro which is such Jan so dates it goal so in that game is the most fortuitous goal a striker could wish for <laughs> tell was, us it was somebody smashed it he sort of tries to sort of spin around to kind of get out of the way and it hits off the back of his heel and cannons in at the top corner. Nice. It's beautiful. Classic collar. That's what he was there for. He's a big battering man, wasn't he? he? Do you know why Jens got sent off? 
No. Because uh, oh, he, he was thought moaning. Claudio Pizarro's goal was offside, so he chased the referee to have a go at him, mate. He'd already been booked as well. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and, 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 the, and, and that is textbook. That's what you want with someone like Big Yen's being involved. But Jan yeah. Collar, <laughs> in that game, he takes about four or five crosses really well. Yeah. He makes a brilliant save. And the moment you really know that he's enjoying himself, goes up for a corner, tries yeah. to nick one yeah. the last minute. Yeah. Yeah. But running, imagine the defenders. The keeper's come up, but he's actually a striker. Yeah. So but he used to be a keeper, and he's six foot seven. <laughs> <laughs> he's an absolute monster. Yeah. But also during during that trying to get back from that corner, he just runs into the referee as well. And can you imagine Yang Collar running into you? Absolutely <laughs> take. Gary Lineker once described Yang Collar as a head on a stick. Yeah. yeah. And I think that goalkeeping uh, appearance suggests otherwise. Yeah. He's got more talent. strings to yeah. his bow than that. All right. A quick break, gentlemen, and afterwards we're going to talk a few more examples, good and very bad, of goalkeeper uh, of outfield players going. In goal. See you in a moment. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back indeed. What, just carrying on from uh, Phil Jagielka, what I liked about that is that Warnock, of course, didn't put a goalkeeper on the bench. No. Because they knew. And, and as soon as Jagielka goes in goal, I think a cross comes in and a, he straight up there punches it far away and you think, ooh, yeah, yeah, he's tasty. He, he looks good. <laughs> but of course, it doesn't always work out for the best, does it? As uh, Harry Kane knows. Oh, that was... I feel really sorry for Harry Kane when he watched that because he looks so young. Yeah. And he also scored a hat-trick in that game. Yeah. And this was before he was prolific, as prolific as he is now. He's in Europa League. He so was a get... slight... Com- not comedy, that's harsh, but... And he was a bit of a comedy character. Yeah, I suppose he was. Yeah. yeah. When he was that was that against Asteras in the Europa League. It was that definitely Europa League. Right. Was yeah. that the game that um Lamella scored that ridiculous goal in? Yeah. The Rabona. That's right. Yeah. So that Kane was. Kane went in goal for the last couple of minutes. Gets a P-roller. He free gets kick. a P-roller freaking and it squirms under him. And you can see in his face, he's like, oh, that undoes the hat trick. Well, obviously it doesn't. But no. you know, it was it was such a sour <laughs> note for, for the it game. Was, it was like, he gets the match ball, but it's popped. It was like a poor <laughs> the, the thing about it as well is that he doesn't he looks so young and he's obviously not anywhere near the player that, that he is now 
and he's not got his shirt tucked in. He looks kind of scrubby. Yeah. He sort of looks like he doesn't really know what he's doing. Borrowed the shirt off his older brother or something. But he's game. He's obviously a good bloke. So he's like, yeah, I'll do it. I'll go in. I'm four. I, th- I think it's do. because he scored the three goals. He's yeah. kind of like, yeah, I'm riding hard. Yeah, goalkeeper shouldn't be a problem. Better yeah. we let four in. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a shame. One thing I love is 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 where, so it's something you said earlier, Luke. To expand on that, it's true. There's no there's no protocol for this. Players, uh, especially in the modern era, you could say that the kind of idea of the sort of total football that they're, they're used to playing other positions, not radically. Because you wouldn't get Harry Kane playing centre half, for example. But you could do. But okay, but there are tra- the transferable skills. Yeah, definitely. More more directly with with the, with the striker and a centre half than there would be with a striker and a goalkeeper, of course. And when when the striker goes in goal or, or any outfield player goes in goal, they have never practiced this. Mm. This is mm. this is totally new. And one thing you see is a lot of saves being made with the feet. <laughs> oh, <big Yeah>. <laughs> our, our, yeah. our keepers absolutely burning it out of the uh, out of the box and, yes. and, and tackling people at the feet. But, but it, it does happen with John O'Shea. Yeah, yes, uh, for Manchester United against yeah, Spurs. He just legged out. He just legged it out. He, he essentially it. was like he was the last defender yes. and Sweeper sort keeper. of tackled him he, and, yeah. and it did the business. He made a tack. He made a save. They were already falling up, by the way. Yeah, yeah. He made a save <laughs> against a one. By the way, can I just say, whoever was playing right back for Man United that day has stitched John O'Shea right up there, <laughs> played a terrible back pass. <laughs> Someone was in on goal. Who was it? It might have been Aaron Lennon, maybe. No, I, it wasn't. I can't remember. I, I can't remember it was. Anyway, someone's going in on goal, and John O'Shea makes a save about eight yards out of his penalty area <laughs> by tackling the forward. And it's unquestionable in my mind, without a shadow of a doubt, the striker's just not expecting the keeper to come no. up for out because he's thinking the goalkeeper's probably going to narrow the angle, <laughs> get about 12 yards out and try and make himself big. But O'Shea tears he out does. him. <laughs> Ferdinand put the shirt on, the keeper's shirt on, and then John O'Shea took it off him. Well, Ferdinand winning goal against Portsmouth in the FA Cup quarterfinal that time. To Kush- no avail. Kushak got sent off and he yeah. had to immediately face a penalty is what you yes. were talking about earlier. From Montari. And he got quite close to it. No, he never. If he had technique, he went the he right, He went it. the right yeah. side. But the way Montari hit the ball, there's no way. But, but, the, way, but the way it, it messes with everyone's head, you just reminded me, I mentioned something I mentioned earlier about um, John Terry going a goal for Chelsea against mm-hmm. Reading at, at the Medeski that when Peter Cech got that awful injury and then Kudicini came on and was knocked out cold as well yeah. not, not a lot was made mad. of that but Terry, Terry goes in goal Olympics. but there's at one point John Terry who even then was one of the most assured centre-backs around very experienced a bit of a leader all the stuff we know about him the, you know what the first thing he does is he gets really confused about whether he can pick up a back pass or not yeah. and he's standing uh, there with yeah. the ball at his feet and he's shouting at the defender and pointing at the ball, and you think that's mad. Yeah, yeah. you should know that because yeah. that's, you, you're the other side of that. Yeah. Normally, probably, you're part of that process. But that's what I mean. Well, but it's you know, it's it messes you, with his mind. Absolutely. Um, it's funny. It's going back to Germany as well. There's a again, it's it's a player facing a penalty straight away. Kevin Grosskreutz went in in goal for uh, for Dortmund. Dortmund yeah. And it's, his technique is really interesting because the player hits the ball, it goes to the right, and Grosskreutz he just. He just turns around and runs towards the post. It's like he almost <laughs> runs into it. It's like he's he, he he thought he'd probably dive through instinct, and he, he just doesn't. <laughs> That's brilliant. Oh, this probably happens automatically. But, yeah. The, the gold standard for a player going in to save a penalty is straight away is Niall Quinn for Niall Manchester Quinn, City. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. come on. This was yeah. what early nineties was <laughs> yeah. it against Derby? I mean, he's facing Dean Saunders. Yeah. Who scored a hat full of goals in his career? Exactly, and Dar- I think Derby needed to win. That Derby relegated relegated by, mm. by quite a, a big margin of points, so they were never going to stay up. Was it the season their record? No, 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 no. no. That well, that was with Savage, wasn't oh, it? Oh yeah, about, yeah. The, that was with Paul Jewell, wasn't it? Uh, quite possibly. Yeah, this is about ninety one, something like that, ninety ninety, and uh, these sort of steps up and and. 
puts it into the corner, and Niall Quinn, big frame, gets down and pushes it wide of the post. And it's an amazing save. Derby, I think, were relegated that day because they didn't win the game wow. or didn't get a result, you know. I remember but, um, Felipe Melo doing the same thing for Galatasaray. Oh, yeah. He, 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 uh, he, he celebrated as a tiger crawling across <laughs> yes. the goal line, didn't he? Oh, did he? And, and momentarily forgot there's a corner about to be taken. <laughs> <laughs> to get up again. Oh, man. A tiger yeah. asking the left back to yeah. mark a post. Mark a post. So there are differing results of this, aren't there? <laughs> I think if it was down to me, if I was a manager and I had to make a decision about who went in, I think I would pick a defensive player purely because yeah. they're more conservative and they're less likely to yeah. take chances, yeah. Yeah. which is what you need. Ultimately, I, I, I get the impression, obviously I've never played a goal in goal at any sort of level, but I get the impression that all the spectacular stuff you see the top goalkeepers do it's based on like a solid foundation of like technique mm. and and mm. not taking chances when you don't need to. With the occasional exception of people like Higita and like that, generally the top goalkeepers are just solid, aren't they? They, no. they, they? they don't take chances. You see them playing with their feet more now, but that's not the same as just, you know, um, a Sunday league keeper who loves just tipping it over the bar yeah. and, and doing this stuff with their feet. That, I think a forward player is going to be much more likely to take unnecessary risks where he doesn't need to. Also as well, if you're a defensive player, you, you understand what it is to play as part of that unit. So you've, you've probably got a little bit more insight into it from that. Unless you're John Terry who's forgotten the back pass rule because you've moved <laughs> 10 yards further back in your position. <laughs> Definitely. One, one of the more comical examples of all this, that we've said one or two, was when Vinnie Jones went in goal for Wimbledon. Mm. Do you remember that one, Peter? Mm, I do, because Les Ferdinand um, kind of fluffed a header against him and he had quite an easy save in the end. Yeah. Well, they were away at Newcastle and I think, they, I think Newcastle won 6-1 that mm. day and Jones conceded about three or four. But was when was... Newcastle were brilliant? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but right. it, less fan on display. Right. <laughs> but it, but, it is, but it, it's a kind of but that that's the thing. Like it was really hard with someone like Vinnie Jones, who was a real tough operator, of course, and had a reputation and so on and so forth. When he goes in goal, that 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 goes. Suddenly yeah. he's this weak, yeah, he's uh, this vulnerable. You forget thing, how yeah. big, yeah. How, how big and imposing Vinnie Jones was, and. I think most of his hard man image was the fact that he was just a clumsy shit. I hated Vinnie Jones. Mm-hmm. I still kind of do. But, when, but, when, he, but work, when he yeah. goes in, in in net, he suddenly becomes a little boy, doesn't he? Scott? Exactly. Oh, That's no. what I mean. That's what it, it does. Muffed it up again. Yeah. It, 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 incredible. Absolutely incredible. Yeah. I mean, you could imagine goalkeepers up and down the land smirking away when when an outfield yeah. player goes and goes, well, hey, I, see? I, you <laughs> see? I think they like it because it gives people a bit of a taste. Yeah, it gives it them an idea that they can't take that specialist position for granted. Mm. That's right. The goalkeepers' union is a, is a very smug place when an outfield <laughs> player yeah. goes and goes. So it should be. Would you would you would you volunteer to go in if it was you? I did once years ago. Yeah. How um, did you get on? I did all right actually. We lost. I think we were one nil down. I think I'm. I can't remember. We maybe conceded one. We we were second best on the day. We lost two 0 I didn't well, disgrace myself. When I played in New Zealand. Um, we only had two goalkeepers, and one of them was uh, injured, and the other one, <laughs> the other one was late to. It was an away game. It was late to the home ground where we were meeting, right. so they had to drive himself to the away game, mm-hmm. but got lost. And I ended up volunteering to go and goal, uh, and we got beaten. But I only cons- we got beaten one nil, and I considered an own goal when wow. when, the, uh, when one of the striker for our team shinned it into the top corner from a corner. <laughs> you can't do anything about it. No, no. And the one thing that really annoyed me about the whole thing was that when we were about to go out and play. The manager said to everyone in the clinic, look, he's not a keeper, mm. right? Don't give away free kicks around the box, right? Because it's going <laughs> yeah. to cause us trouble, cause problems. We don't need to let the other team know that he's not a keeper. That's right. Just oh, don't right. give yeah, away. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. the first 10 minutes, I must have faced about four free kicks <laughs> from around the box, all of which I think probably went wide or over or something. Yeah, that's it. When an Alvin player goes in goal, the, the team goes in hyper. It's like we've got to 
protect Queen Bee yeah, in but, Garth. Yeah, exactly. But I, I used to quite enjoy... I didn't enjoy it that day because it was like a proper game. Mm. But when I used to play six aside with my mates yeah, yeah, or yeah. Sunday League... It's very different, though. Yeah. I quite liked it. It's very different, though. When you play in a game which is... If you say five or six aside, where it's naturally high scoring if you make an odd mistake and whatnot, it doesn't matter. Peter, you like it to, to go in goal. I play in goal quite a lot, but I, then... But you're quite I'm, reckless, I'm about, Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm about as good an outfield as I'm in... in you like George Campos, but without dreadful, the saves. Dreadful. I'm dreadful at football. Same. <laughs> and, I'm, I, I'm, and I've somehow got worse. Do you know something? Jim's going Jim's gonna about to be self-deprecating, but before I give you the opportunity to do that, I'm going to say, we went up to play a football tournament six-a-side in Birmingham for Football 365. Oh, many years ago. Yeah, yeah. But, but we played it and we won it and Jim was in goal the whole tournament. Yeah. We won the yeah. whole tournament. That's true. But uh, yeah, I, I was going to say, I'm actually far more comfortable in goal than I am out there of we field. Go. That's but why. the thing is, it's, it, it is a real confidence thing. I found quite often when I, when I was younger, when I was playing, even, even just in the playground sometimes, you might have an absolute blinder in goal one day and then like... It really energizes the people you're playing with. Yeah, that pressure you then you really feel it in the next game. Yeah. And if you concede a goal early, it, it it weighs on your mind. It's a also if you make one mistake, it's a goal. Well, That's absolutely, we yeah. There we are. It's, a goal. it's a goal. It's a goal. So uh, yeah, it, it never does a goalkeeper get more respect than uh, when an imposter goes in, an alien appears between the sticks. So John O'Shea, Jan Collar, Felipe Melo, even Robbie Savage, Phil Billy Jag- Jones, Phil Jagielka, yeah. all of this. This episode is dedicated to you, absolutely for entertaining us over the years. Thanks, yeah, Luke. Right. I mean, there is, there is, <laughs> there, there is Cosmin Motti. I mean, are we going to make a little bit of time to talk, talk about this guy? Well, you've you've made time now, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's I think it's important. You, you, you've covered you guys, your you've covered your angle. Did Jim. you guys <laughs> defend it? Did you guys read about this guy? I, I think this is the best example of this ever. So it's 2014. It's a Champions League playoff. Um, it's Ludogorets against Stoya Bucharest, right? Uh, the Ludogorets goalkeeper gets sent off in the closing minutes of extra time. Now, the Romanian centre-back, Cosmin Motti, who used to play for Dinamo Bucharest, went in goal, scored his penalty, which was the first, <laughs> then saved two penalties to put them into the Champions League for the first time in their history. I mean, Doesn't get any bigger than that. No, they named a stand after him. <laughs> <laughs> and he was miles off his line for both. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Well, a, wor- a worthy last mention. Indeed. Indeed. I Absolutely. think we agree. Well, there we are, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much for listening to the seventh episode of our 12 Rambles of Christmas in association with Bet365. We'll be back tomorrow with another era of football that we ruddy love. Say goodbye, chaps. See you later. See ya. Bye. And bye from me. Season's greetings and a happy new year. This was a Radio Stakhanov production. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.